are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. WWE could be selling up. I'll be passing around the salt for you to pinch in just a moment. Plus, a TNA championship from the past has made a return. For Wednesday, April the 29th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Now, I humbly invite you to pinch some salt with this one, but there is some speculation this morning that WWE could be selling up. So this started with a tweet from Dutch Mantel, who you may remember as Zeb Coulter, Uncle Zebekiah for old school wrestling fans. Uh, he worked for the WWF and WWE for a long time. He was also part of Impact Wrestling for some time as well. He's been around all over the place uh, as, uh, as Zeb Coulter, uh, Dutch Mantel rather. And uh, Dutch tweeted this out yesterday, which set some tongues a wagging. Huge news. Any truth to this? Overheard directly out of WWE Stanford is that a deal is being negotiated to sell WWE and the network to ESPN and Fox as early as mid-May. Now, as I say, big old pinch of salt on this one. We're not quite sure uh, how the company would be sold to ESPN and Fox as the two are very separate entities. Uh, Smackdown is currently airing on Fox, so obviously there is that connection. And ESPN had interest in securing one of Raw or SmackDown when the TV contracts came up in 2018. Uh, but uh, Raw is now set to be aired on the USA Network for quite a while. A lot of questions in this. A lot of questions. Uh, ESPN and Fox both owned by Disney as well. So this is worth mentioning. Uh, this comes from Aiden uh, in the office in our office, well, he's, he's, he's working from home, but he's still Aiden in the office, uh, who makes the point that ESPN and Fox are both owned by Disney. So any purchase that big would probably have to go through Disney since it would likely be a multi-billion dollar deal. This whole thing kind of continues 
the the belief that Vince McMahon is in total effort mode in WWE right now. There's been some messages back and forth about the the mental well-being of Vince McMahon. He's very unhappy at the moment. He's very grumpy a lot of the time. And he's just not that bothered at the moment. He's very angry with the world. Um, and this is quite a telling tweet from WrestleVotes, who are normally a very reliable source for this sort of thing. WrestleVotes tweet, hearing from a few different sources that WWE is willing to grant a release to just about anyone who requests one basically if a talent wants out they can go will be interesting to see if anyone really does want out especially during this uncertain time they would have to be incredibly fed up with their time in wwe if they want to go right now i wouldn't shock me if a few people do take vince up on that offer if this is indeed a thing um we're keeping an eye on this one this is all just as a result of uh, said tweets from dutch mantel about WWE selling up the company and the network uh, to ESPN and Fox. So it would basically mean WWE would be kind of owned by Disney at this point, if that was the thing. But please take it all with a pinch of salt. Don't buy it till you buy it. And when we know more, you'll know more about it as well. Been a tough couple of hours in the office for WWE. Uh, postponing the Australia-New Zealand tour was the start of a series of unfortunate events. Uh, this comes from the global entertainment company who promote live events in New Zealand and Australia for WWE. Uh, they announced the tour has been postponed. They are looking to secure return dates as a result of the ongoing pandemic. Uh, I don't think this was a decision made by WWE. I think this was more a decision made by New Zealand and Australia uh, because WWE are keen to get back to normal as quickly as possible. Uh, the Madison Square Garden show has been postponed as well for WWE. Uh, they were meant to be there initially back in March. That was postponed till the end of June. Now that has been postponed indefinitely as well um, as MSG is very much shuttered during this pandemic. And on television, not great news for Monday Night Raw. Uh, once again, hitting an all-time non-holiday low in the ratings. 1.82 million viewers down from 1.84 last week. Uh, another all-time low uh, for a non-holiday viewing. Incidentally, the lowest it's ever gone was Christmas Eve of 2018, 1.78 million. It can be forgiven, that number, because, of course, being Christmas Eve, your viewership is very, very different. Uh, the toughest pill to swallow from the ratings this past week was the third hour dropped right off. They just about sort of managed it where the overall audience was sticking around for all three hours, it seemed. Uh, however, Drew McIntyre's contract signing with Seth Rollins, as well as a US title match between Apollo Crews and Andrade, did 1.62, which is the lowest number for an hour in 25 years. And I'm gutted for Drew McIntyre, because he will be kind of labelled as the guy that led them through this weird time. And it, I'm nervous it will come back on him, because this is the moment he's waited for forever. And I'm nervous that the, the ratings will reflect on him. It'll be stuff used in promos against him for years. You just know it, don't you? Shawn Michaels appeared on WWE Backstage. He was asked about who he thinks is going to be the next big star in NXT. He listed off a whole litany of great names that have come through the doors. But in terms of stars of the moment, he says Killer Cross or Karrion Cross. I should probably be better about saying that, says Shawn Michaels. 
Uh, Dexter Loomis, he also mentioned as well, along with Timothy Thatcher. Sean says, I think there's a number of guys coming up that are going to be very interesting. And again, take NXT to that next level. We saw an amazing performance by Dexter Loomis last week on NXT. And hopefully we'll see more of that when NXT comes back on TV tonight. We'll find out tomorrow on NXT Graded on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, won't we? Sports Illustrated asked Bailey if she thinks she and Sasha Banks could maybe continue to build their rivalry for the rest of this year going into WrestleMania 37. And Bailey said, I think we can. We bounce ideas off each other for as long as we've known each other. Uh, we learn from each other so much. With all of our ideas and how much we're trusted by the people backstage, I think it's possible. It'll be challenging, but I think that would be so cool. Someday, I hope we do get to work together again. She's my favorite person to be in the ring with, so I would be down to try. The idea of a year-long build for anything in this modern era, I personally am over the moon with. AEW news now, and it looks as if that the door is certainly not closed. It's not quite open, it's sort of a jar. Uh, for Ring of Honor working with AEW. Marty Skrull talked about this on the ROH Strong podcast. He said both parties are definitely willing to work with each other. It's just a matter of timing, I guess. I'm not saying anything will happen. I'm just saying I wouldn't rule it out. There's no reason why we wouldn't. It's just that the timing needs to be correct and it needs to be a fitting situation for us to work together. I personally would like to see it happen at some point. A lot of upside for Ring of Honor to work with AEW. In terms of the other way round, um, obviously, AEW gets access to all the talent Ring of Honor has. That can't be a bad thing, can it? Incidentally, on the subject of Ring of Honor talent, the Beer City Bruiser is my special guest on a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps tonight. Uh, from 6 British Standard Time, you'll be able to download it. Myself and the Bruiser chatting all things wrestling. Did you know the Beer City Bruiser... Uh, used to be in TV commercials. We'll talk about that in a bit as well. That'll be on the Cultaholic podcast feed a little bit later on today. Sports Illustrated were chatting to Bronson Recksteiner, the son of Rick Steiner. He's recently signed with the Baltimore Ravens as an undrafted free agent. Big move for Bronson. But he was asked whether or not he would follow in his father's footsteps and become a pro wrestler. And Bronson said, I'm open to it, but I know wrestling will always be there for me. It's always been my dream to carry the family's legacy in professional sports, and I'm staying focused on taking football as far as I can. WWE and Drew McIntyre honoured Captain Tom Moore on his birthday. I love this. So Captain Tom Moore uh, was the World War veteran who was going to do 100 laps before his 100th birthday. And he met, ended up raising something like $20 million for the NHS. What a guy. He's now 100 years old. WWE and Drew McIntyre honoured Captain Tom Moore by gifting him a customised WWE Championship belt. I love it. Now we need to teach Captain Tom Moore how to do a Hurricane Rana. And Impact Wrestling last night solved the problem of not having a World Heavyweight Champion. Who's wearing the TNA World Heavyweight Championship? Before you say there isn't a World Champion in the building, take a look at what I have around my waist. But Elgin, how about this? Instead of you out here complaining like a little bitch, if you want a piece of this title, all you have to do is ask. So Tessa Blanchard is not available for the foreseeable as a result of the pandemic. They just taped 11 weeks plus worth of television. So she's not on those TV tapings. So how do they get around it? Well, 
they brought Moose into the picture now. So Moose has been doing this thing on Impact Wrestling where he's been beating ex-TNA wrestlers. Back in the days when Impact was known as TNA. He claims to be the greatest TNA brand wrestler of all time. And this is all set to culminate at TNA. There's no place like home, but obviously that didn't happen. Or at least it was at least we thought it was meant to. Uh, so what happened was uh, on Rebellion last night on TNA show, Michael Elgin, who was set to face Eddie Edwards and Tessa Blanchard for the Impact Championship, comes out and says, neither of them are here. Raise my hand and award me the match. Out comes Moose wearing the TNA World Heavyweight Championship round his waist. And he enters himself into a TNA World Heavyweight Championship match in the main event. And to make it a triple threat, to round it out, a former TNA alumni in Hernandez makes a reappearance. And we have our triple threat main event. Moose wins the match. And Moose declares himself the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. So this seems to be the way that it's going to roll in TNA, in Impact Wrestling rather, I guess we call it TNA now, uh, for the foreseeable. To get around the fact that Tessa Blanchard is not on TV, Moose is going to carry the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. All right, you know what? The world's upside down right now, so why the heck not? And finally, this is from Conan O'Brien. Conan did a piece where he wanted to pay homage to some essential workers. I did want to mention something. So many people are shining a light on uh, the businesses that have stayed open throughout this crisis, the essential businesses, the essential services that different states have said must continue. Uh, here's kind of a controversial one. Florida decided a while ago that wrestling was an essential service. Yes, essential. And so it has continued. The WWE has continued throughout this crisis, and we thought someone should tip their cap to the good folks at the WWE. Take a look. Day after day, we're watching heroes risk their health and safety to keep the rest of us going strong. Doctors, nurses, grocery workers, delivery people, and professional wrestlers. Those selfless gladiators who elbow smash, cross chop, and clothesline each other day after day for our amusement. Frontline heroes like Mojo Rawley, Roman Reigns, Natalia, and Sasha Banks. Choking each other out so the rest of us can breathe a little easier. Thank you for your service, WWE. And thank you, Florida. Once again, you've out-Florida yourself. Thank you, Conan. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for Wednesday. Brand new episode of Desert Island Graps on the podcast feed a bit later on today, as I said. Myself and the Beer City Bruiser sitting down for a chat as I ask him what three wrestling matches he would take on a desert island. Find out that and loads of other stuff about the Beer City Bruiser from Ring of Honor a little bit later on today on the Cultaholic podcast feed. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. 
For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.